to keep it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, her tricks kind of ran out there.
kind of a few back and forth between us where I had actually missed a bunch of opportunities to have a match with her because of Impact Wrestling Dates, and we actually finally had a match, and it was really, really good. It was our first time wrestling a singles match, and it was way better than I could have ever expected it to be, so that was my favorite match of last year. Hiya, uh, my name is Jess and I'm talking to you from WTM Wrestling. Congratulations on the win, it's absolutely incredible. Question for you, who um, all the pressure, you know, being a female wrestler in the wrestling industry, what inspired you to carry on your dream? Um, what inspired me? You know, just, I think that I've kind of been doing it for so long that I don't know what else I would do if I wasn't wrestling, so I just kind of had this mentality of, just keep on going. So I'm not trying to sound uh, big-headed anyway, but I kind of guess I guess I inspired myself to keep going because I don't know what else I would do if I didn't have wrestling. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, this is Wayne. I'm with NDPW.com. How are you, Mr. I'm lovely. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So, uh, one of the fact wrestling's biggest successes, you know, for years has been the knockout division. You know, I mean, there's been a proven track record of knockouts happening. You know, the most viewed segments on the flagship show is that wrestling. I guess my question is, uh, how do you feel about being, you know, part of such an elite group of athletes and performers within the promotion, you know, with such an emphasis on the division itself? Well, you know, I think that is kind of one of the big reasons that I find Impact in the first place is because they put so much attention and they dedicate so much time and effort into the women's division. Uh, I had the opportunity to sign with a lot of other different companies a couple of years ago or a year and a half ago, and I decided to stick with Impact because I knew that I would be special there as opposed to kind of just being uh, a small fish in a big pond in the other place. Thank you. Sure, we're going to a YouTube question that came over from and to just think about how far I've come since the very beginning. Hey, Jordan, it's Craig Oliver uh, from Slime Wrestling. Uh, I just want, wanted to uh, ask a little bit about um, behind the scenes. Uh, Cody Deaner just posted a, a tweet yesterday just talking about all the hard work of the people over three days there at the Paving today. Who are some of the unheralded people there at Impact? Uh, maybe people that have helped you along the way, helped develop your, your persona and your in-ring skills. Are, are there somebody who stand out for it? So if we're, we're going to talk about, you know, people that aren't recognized nearly enough, I think that, and this is coming to the top of my mind because this just happened this past weekend, and I've been thinking about it a lot, but it's, it's Jimmy Jacobs. He's like, he has such an insane mind for wrestling, and we actually filmed six weeks of TV over this weekend, and we usually only do four. So he was kind of running around like a madman, and I am amazed that he got everything done that he needed to get done. It was just, I don't know how you can do 
so much in such a short amount of time and still make everything come across as well as he does. truly style and profile and tell it like it is you gotta be wearing the official t-shirt head over right now to prowrestlingtees.com slash gurik that is the official merchandise store of gurik.net eight great designs 17.99 plus shipping and handling will get you one of our shirts check them out today prowrestlingtees.com slash gurik they ship internationally domestically paypal debit credit you name it they got it ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. And for the latest in pro wrestling news, keep it locked to Gurick.net, your number one source on the World Wide Web for the latest in pro wrestling news since 1997. Hi, uh, Mr. Grace. This is Mark Madison from Russian Post. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Good, good. Uh, congratulations on your win. Thank you. Um, so, the win what can you say to that specifically? Why was defeating her long straining achievements as it is, as opposed to anyone else that might have held the title? Why is it maybe that much more special here? Well, I think you just kind of answered your own question. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because she was the longest reigning knockout champion, that's why it was really important and big for me to just win the title in that kind of way, you know? Okay. Um, and what can you foresee you taking the title? International. You mentioned Pro Wrestling East. Um, do you see international competition for the title? Well, well, obviously I won the belt in Mexico, right? And right. we saw a lot of things in Canada. So those are two countries already that I'm sure I'll defend the title in. And I think maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll go over to the UK at some point very soon. So, with the division open to anyone competing for it, who do you see as maybe the biggest challenge uh, up to date? Really? Your next closest challenge to the title? As far as, uh, for the, as, far as the knockouts go? Yes. Um, I think Tennille Dashwood, should she come back along, would definitely be uh, the biggest threat to the title. What is it about Tennille so much that maybe stand up? Um, I think the fact that she's kind of more known, she's been wrestling a long time, she hasn't ever won the knockout title before, I think she'll she'll want to fight for her more than anybody else. That's awesome. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. What a challenge for any other title. What a challenge for any other title? Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes, any opportunity that presents itself, I would definitely challenge for any other title. 
follow that up with a question from Alicia Landis, who would like to know who was your biggest inspiration that got you into wrestling? You know, when I first actually started watching wrestling, I don't think anyone in specific inspired me. Just wrestling as a whole kind of amazed me in and of itself, like just theatrics, everything about it was just incredible. So there was no one specific person that I was, like, inspired by, I guess. I I guess just wrestling as a whole and how incredible the whole entire thing was inspired me. Jordan Jim Barcelona with MindyHerald.com. How do you think life changes for you in and out of the ring now, or does it? Um, I think I'm going to have to do a lot more media calls. (laughs) 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 I think I'm going to have to dedicate a lot more time to just uh, impact in general. I know that having a title is kind of like a spotlight is put on you, so I know that I'm going to have to, you know, fly out earlier, do media stuff, and things like that, which I'm totally cool with, but I think that I'll just have more time to dedicate. And also, tell us about women's wrestling today and how it has evolved in your 10 years. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm actually from Texas, and just in Texas, the the wrestling took forever to evolve. Just when I first started... There was, you know, as, as most, with most places, one women's match in the card. Um, but the way that women were treated, especially where I'm originally from, was just horrible. And when I first started wrestling, I was treated kind of that same way. And I don't know if it's because I've kind of grown my name a little bit or because women are more respected in general. But when the Me Too movement happened, everything in wrestling kind of changed with the women. Like, that movement affected everything wrestling included and you saw just a drastic change in how we were all treated congratulations and thank you thank you uh hi julie stephanie from Channel magazine uk again uh my question would be in the same uh the continuation of of jim um, what are your thoughts on intergender wrestling? Is it something that you're used to do and you you okay to do on Impact? Thank you. Uh, I've done intergender wrestling on Impact. I've been in uh, a couple of battle royals where I did intergender wrestling, and I've I've always done it since the very beginning of my career. So it's nothing new. It's not a novelty to me. It's just wrestling to me. Okay, thank you. Thank you. We've got a question here from John D. You'd like to know what is it like to be the most powerful person in the locker room? Oh, my goodness. Well, that is not a true statement. I'm definitely not the most powerful person, especially when you got guys like Mike Logan there. <laughs> um, but maybe being the strongest knockout is pretty awesome. I've lifted weights ever since I first started wrestling and before that even then, so probably like 12 years I've been lifting weights, so it's pretty cool to be recognized for that. How many hands are you doing today? How many? <laughs> I didn't do hand today, Ross. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 
Hey, Jordan, it's James from the Resident Health Center again. Um, I wanted to ask you a question about a tweet that you put out a little while ago that kind of caused a lot of discussion. That was the uh, performance art tweet that you put out there. Uh, a little time later, do you still feel that way? Do you still feel that wrestling should be viewed more as a performance art than a sport? Yeah, it, it, wrestling is not a sport. Wrestling is a performance art. Uh, obviously, we have predetermined outcomes, and typically, it's supposed to be in sports, there is no predetermined outcome. So, wrestling, I'm sure this is going to be used as some kind of clickbait or, you know, whatever, but wrestling is not a sport, it's a performance art, and I'm sorry if that makes anybody upset. Were you surprised that, that it upset so many people? Because it seemed to me like it was a pretty innocent comment, and people kind of lost their minds. I think it's it's kind of funny, and I think people um, people who like wrestling are very sensitive in that way. They don't want to see it as something like a fantasy, even though that's kind of what it is. And wrestling wrestling portrays a sport sometimes, but a lot of the time, wrestling is funny or just absolutely ridiculous and I don't know how people can come out and try to defend the fact that it's a sport when we have things like Joey Ryan wrestling or even The Undertaker. I just don't I don't see how that, that correlates. Yeah. Also once said to me that uh, people shouldn't get so upset about people who pull up their socks and they fight. Now, obviously he's being facetious <laughs> but it's, it's, it's true. People need to calm down a little bit and maybe not get so riled up over these things. I completely agree with you. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Not that serious. <laughs> for all of your pro wrestling news, check out goek.net, your number one source for wrestling news since 1997. Well, Jordan, I know you said you had a limited time today. You want to get to the gym, so we will cut it at this point. I will give the floor back to you for a final thought as we wrap it up for this week. Thank you, Ross, and thank you, everybody, for all your questions. Um, this has really been an amazing time for me. Just this past year has been incredible, and 2020 is going to be probably the best year I've ever had. I've won knockout title, and I'm getting married next month. So fingers crossed it's going to be the best year of my life. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Jordan, thank you very much. Media, thank you. We will talk to you again next week. Goodbye.